Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. In the hot seat tonight, it's the rags to riches story of the Grove Squash Club. Not Fast Dave joins us for a Yellow Army update live from the Summer League. Summer League out there? Yeah, okay. And poor Dob tells us why on earth he's going to jump out of an aeroplane at the weekend. Welcome to the renowned and sometimes controversial Radio Newark Sport. And these are your local headlines. And I really do not believe the first one. Lynn Coombs was part of the Midlands over 45s hockey team that were crowned regional champions 2019 at the weekend. No way, Lynn, you shouldn't be in that team. A great day for the wheelchair basketballs. Um, at the national playoff finals at Sheffield, and it's two members of the Hassel family as opposed to the Jags this time round. Apparently, excellent officiating by Helen. Well, I certainly won't argue with her with um, both the Premier League semi-finals and the Junior League finals um, under air control. And that was followed by a stunning performance from Liam Hassel. Um, he now, of course, is at university and plays for CWBA, one of the top teams in the country. Um, they beat London Titans, and they are actually the third best team in the country. So, Helen and Liam. Team Hassel, well done. Newark Golf Club's Paul Bagshaw kept his cool to win the Knots Open after a playoff, no, would you believe? And Finley Cranny sent um, his BMX weekend at Nuneaton. Two fifth places and a fourth in the qualifying rounds, which means he made the semi-final. A seventh place in that put him in the B-final, where he finished sixth. And of course, Dad's always got a comment. Looking better every race. He just needs to man up a bit now and get those elbows out. Well, there you are, Finley. Do what Dad says. Dad's always know best. Isabel Darbell, this is Newark's cycling teenager, and she continued air good form in the final week of the Women's Tour Series with races at Bacon, uh, Baconhead, Birkenhead even, Salisbury and Brooklands. Her aim in the first season in this um, professional outfit is a top 20 finish. She ended up 19, so well done, Isabel. Also, first in her team in five of the seven races. Look out for that name. She is going to be the next big Newark star. No Tony tonight for someone here for the reason he's wandering around a field with a bag of sticks trying to find a little white ball. So while he's doing that, We'll get on and enjoy the show in peace and quiet. So we're going to be talking squash tonight and the the rise and the rise of the Grove Squash Club, which, is, I will keep reminding you, all started, of course, when they came in here and said we need more members. OK, a couple of glass courts and a new sports centre might help a little bit, but we all know the main reason why they're getting better. Um, but, of course... Um, as Paul's joined us and, and Nikki Smith joined us and Nikki's injured again, of course, so we better be careful there and not mention the fact that she's injured again. Um, 
we've got to talk um, Lincoln City first and the annual game. You know, you know, like at Christmas, you get Monopoly out, don't you? Well, in in May and June, you get the Will Lincoln City Keep the Cowleys game out. And last year, he sat there and told us in absolute certain terms they was going nowhere, they were stopping at Lincoln City. Well, already West Brom's been sniffing around and... I want the update on that one. And um, does he think he's going to start a League One campaign with the Cowleys? Uh, good evening, Mick. Good evening. <coughs> you knew this was coming, didn't you? <laughs> I did, yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, I certainly hope so. A bit uh, bit more worried this year than we were this time last year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I certainly hope so. There's not just West Brom. There's uh, obviously Middlesbrough as well who, who are looking for a manager. Um, the other one potential was, was obviously Ipswich but they're sticking with who they've got now um, there's not been an official approach to the club yet so I'm, so I'm told um, so at the moment we're still, we're still as we are, he's still recruiting for League One he's still planning for League One with Lincoln City um, but as I say uh, I'm a little bit more worried this year than last year I, I mean he's looking behind the scenes as well he's, he's actually rebuilding a club, isn't he? Uh, we all see what's happened with Lincoln City's first team, but um, I was talking to some of the, the guys in the youth section the other week, and it, it, it's been completely revamped. Yeah, it's not just the, the the club is doing. Like you say, it's everything behind the scenes, and he's, he's, he's also like reuniting the city, really, as well. He's, he's, he's getting everybody <coughs> together. Uh, there's the new training facility, which was obviously paid for partly through the great FA Cup run that we had. Um, and part of that as well now is is, is recruitment at a junior level. He actually runs the the under eight side uh, at Lincoln. So it, he, he runs the under eight. He runs the under <laughs> eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, well, he can't he's, leave. He's then, can he? He can't leave. Can he? That's what his son plays in, I think. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So yeah. As I say, I'm I'm a little bit more worried, but not overly worried at this moment in time. So let, let's just see where we go. Let's hope we're having the same conversation next year. Well, mate. yeah. I just, <laughs> Just to keep you on football for a couple of minutes, when your local neighbours get sort of taken out of the league because they're, quite frankly, not good enough, is it funny? Is it sort of... I mean, you've been there. This is. I mean, is it tormenting time? Is it uh, bragging rights time? Uh, and if nothing else, Lincoln have proved there is life after non-league football. It's all of them. Um, when we went down a few years ago, certainly a few of my Notts County friends should I say um, made a point of getting in touch quite early and posting things on Facebook How's your memory? Um, regarding who? That uh, <laughs> Yes <exactly. laughs> um, So there is a little bit of payback in that um, but obviously nobody really likes to see local teams struggling um, and it won't be easy to come straight back there's, there's big teams in that league um, I, I don't think it's I'm, I, yes, I know it is non-league, but if you look at some of the teams in, in that league, it's and then look sort of 10 years back in the Football League, it's got a lot of them in there, haven't they? You're Wrexham, Stockport, at, um, Chesterfield, yeah. Hartlepool, well, Torquay. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the one that's booked the trend really is, is Leighton Orient. They've, they've bounced back after two mm. years. They've done really well. <clears throat> but um, County won't find it easy. Uh, and obviously they've got problems behind the scenes as well. Um 
with that, you know, the selling of the club, is, is anybody coming in to buy it? Um, that'll have a big, big bearing on, I would think, how much they can invest going forward and, and who, what type of players they can bring in. Um, but we, we had some great days away in non-league. We really did. I had some fun days. Um, the football is not, not brilliant at, at times. Some of, the, some of the grounds are certainly not brilliant. And what I would say is the refereeing is is not brilliant. <laughs> uh, but th- they'll get back. They just need to be patient. They will no doubt bounce back. And, but it won't, it won't be easy. Make no mistakes about it. It's a hard league to get out of. Yeah, you can go to Barrow and Dover and places like that. It's different, yeah, it's, isn't it's, it? It's, yeah, I mean, there's some good away games, but... If you're not Scanty fan and you're successful next season, you know, you're, and you're in that top half a dozen, it's, it's going to be... You don't matter what you're if you're successful, you enjoy it. It's not the end of the world, is that's what I'm really trying to say. No, no. no. You, know, you probably think it is at the moment. Yeah. Uh, as soon as them fixtures come come out, you start planning, uh, and, and away you go. Once the season kicks off, you're into it. And, sort and of. That's it. Where's that then? So yeah, <laughs> yeah get, the, get the Google Maps out yeah. and find out where, you find out where, where you're off to. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk... Um, <coughs> with yourself and Nicky tonight about the Grove Squash Club and uh, it's a conversation that we've had before but it is worth reiterating that um, it is a, a rags to riches because not so many years ago you you and your dwindling band of squash players was contemplating calling it a day because there wasn't a pathway forward for the Grove Squash Club at the old Grove Sports Centre. You was almost not wanted there. You was an endurance. Um, and there was no way forward. From those days to what you've got now, it is something that you can only would have dreamt about. I will say we, we were thinking of kicking it in the head. I mean, it was kept going by a very hardcore committee at the time. And a lot of them are still with us now. Um, and it was virtually the same players year in year out who were who were playing team squash and um, and and doing things behind the scenes. Um, we've got a lot more new faces now as a result of that, and new ideas are coming into the club about what which way we want to go, what we want to do. Um, especially things like club night, and um, we tried to run club night at the old old facility at the Grove, and we just just weren't getting the numbers at all. We were losing money, just couldn't do it. But now we regularly get 12, 13, 14 people on a Monday night down to club night and and these players are, are players which are now starting to feed into the into the lower teams so like the fourth team is, is largely made up uh, of players who have come through the club night system on a Monday night now so things like that work um, the, the third team this year has, has, has generated <coughs> from <laughs> I'd like to say the demise I don't like to say it but like South will have struggled a little bit this, in the last couple of years and, and we, we've gained a few of their players um, and that they make up the backbone of our 13 um, this year so it, it, when it was at the Grove it, it was hard work at times but the, but the, the, uh, the committee and, and the hardcore members that we had are still there so they're, they're reaping the rewards of the new facilities like you say um, so it, it, it's it's good in that way. But the the latter days of the Grove, that membership oh, had gone down. It was down to about twenty. Yeah, twenty hardcore men. We just managed to get three teams out at the end. Whereas now, if you kept, we never had no, didn't have any juniors. Certainly didn't have any ladies. Uh, now total membership. Now you're looking at around seventy or eighty people, including juniors, ladies, and, and men's as well. For somebody like you, who's sort of at the organising forefront of the club, um, 
it's made a lot more work. Has it taken any of the enjoyment away from it? No, I enjoy it now more. You enjoy it when you're successful, obviously. When it's hard work and you're struggling to get teams out, I mean, it's not just squash. You know what local football's like. It's it's struggling on a Sunday morning to try and get teams out. That's how it was at the back end of the, of the Grove. But now we we you know we, we've got players who can who can step in at virtually any level. I mean, the first team this year has been ravaged by injury again, but the second team players have been able to move up and they've not looked out of place a lot of the time. Uh, and the same for the third and the fourth teams when they're having to step up to their legs as well. Um, so it's it's easier because now you've got more members to get the teams out. Uh, whereas when you only had twenty members, trying to get the team out was was very very difficult. Very difficult. We're going to concentrate on, on the ladies section. We're going to have a good quarter of an hour just on on those because that is a a massive plus for for the club. Even though I'm reliably informed from my spies, I spend more time in the pub than they do on the squash talk. <laughs> um, but aho, this is probably why they're injured all the time. Um, the other thing that you never, ever had at the Grove, or you, in the latter years at the Grove, are, are juniors coming coming through. Now, um, we joke about you coming on here, but, I mean, the fact is that, that you're now, you're not tucked away where nobody can see you. You are now there where everybody can see what you're doing. And it's got to have an effect, and it looks like it has. It does. It has, it has a massive effect. Um, like you say, if... That's how shocked I am. <laughs> yeah, for people who can who can remember where the old courts were at, at, at the Grove, they were they were outside, not connected to the leisure centre itself, and uh, you had to have a key to get in, so nobody could just casually walk up and, and see what was going on and, and see what we had to offer. Uh, obviously, here we're in the prime location, we've got two glass back courts, so people. People come, have a look, and think, "Oh, yeah, you know, we'd like to have a try of that." Uh, and and the courts are more attractive. I think for the juniors um, to see two glass back courts there with plenty of lighting and space behind, and that it is more of attraction to them now uh, than what the old um, the old courts used to be, which were dark and and, and a bit dingy at times. Um, so that's an attraction for the juniors. Uh, uh, the, the juniors actually started again. Uh, qu- quite a few of the parents juniors started out playing on a friday night so we started off small numbers that way and they brought the friends and the friends have liked it they brought their friends uh and like some of the senior members like like nikki's uh, son nathan he plays so it, it's, it's worked both ways so the, the juniors have got their, their parents involved and the parents have got the juniors involved so it's been a win-win for the club as far as membership goes are you at the stage now where it was? Oh, I wish we'd got another court. <coughs> it's well, yeah, joking, yeah, yeah joking. It is. It's getting very, very hard to get courts now. Um, we run four teams, three in the knots, uh, four in the knots leagues. Now we, we we had to kick the Lincoln team uh, into touch last year uh, to enter a new team in the knots league. Um, so that takes up a lot of court time. Um, we have club night on a Monday, and the ladies on a on a Wednesday and junior coaching on a Friday that takes up a big portion big big mm. portion of court time um, so trying to get social games in between because you can't just play team matches you have to play in the week and coaching and training and everything in the week so trying to fit that in as well and we, we share it with the, with the public I mean we don't get any preferential treatment with the courts you know there are there are what, to the public. what's the <coughs> which is always interesting me what what What's the relationship you have with Active for today? I mean, do you... Is it a good working relationship? I mean, that's not just you. It's Newark Swimming Club and it's everybody else down. I mean, they've got a job to do. They've got to 
make sure that is is profitable and make sure the courts the sports hall the swimming pool is full all the time you've got to look after your club what are they like with the clubs that use the place i can only speak for us for ourselves um they, they allow us to book, book the courts at the beginning of the season so as soon as the fixtures come out we block book the courts for those for those nights which are tuesday nights wednesday nights and thursday nights um so that they do give us that uh, we pay the same rate as as the public so we don't get any any preferential treatment there um so we and they allow us to book the club club night on a monday as well which which is is a big block of courts that they allow us to book so the public are trying to fit in around those those block bookings which obviously are not available to the general public so they are good in that way they do do allow us to block book in advance and like anything else um i'm assuming a squash court takes a bit of maintaining because it's getting it does get a hammer the floor the walls do get a hammer what's how do you maintain a squash court is it just something that you build and it's got a life of 10 20 years or is it something like a 3g football pitch that needs constant love and attention yeah they do they they do need looking after um the walls need keeping clean because obviously the ball's black and it it, it's hitting most mostly in the same sort of areas all the time so they tend to get dark the lighting needs to be kept regular the floors need to be cleaned well they should be cleaned daily but um that's something that's you know we'd we'd like it to happen a little bit more but um and and the the floors need treating um the the wood it's special wood it's not just any old wood um and 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 they need looking after as well so yeah there there is quite a bit of uh, work in the background that needs doing um to keep the courts in 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 good order and say we've got glass walls at the back as well so they need to keep clean um there's there's heating and everything which needs to be controlled um so it's you know it's not just a matter of turning up and hoping that everything's going to be okay uh, there, there is some work that, that, that does go on but you won't go back to the old grove would oh, you no <laughs> <laughs> not at all yeah. um good times but um that's well, um, uh, not probably not a lot of people remember at the height of it at the grove we did have six courts um so you know in, in the 80s yes we'd, we'd of course we'd yes. have six courts yeah. there then um, so you need to remind alexis of that don't you yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think i know your answer but you, you, you can try right coming up next we're hopefully going live down to flow serve where dave fodger is at the um the not summer league has uh has come to newark for the night unfortunately we've not given it the weather but there again the runners might appreciate this a lot more than than glorious sunshine so we're going to try and find dave then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this um ladies section which is the more i hear about it the more i think it's just like not fast wine and cake okay it's uh not fast time not fast dave is um rearing to go um i've been building up for the last 22 minutes that he's live at lowfields actually he's live from his parents living room dave i'll let you explain it is thank you mick yeah so i had every intention of going but i, I had a, a family meal planned around at my uh folks thing so Sorry to disappoint, but I'm sure it's nice. But in all honesty, it's a bit grim, so I'm not really missing that much. <laughs> um, so from results for the last week, uh, we had 30, uh, sorry, 43 club members over five different park rooms. Uh, personal best for Simon Mock, Richard Harding, Liam Lawson and Zana Perry. Uh, on Friday, we had four members doing this skelly six-mile race. Angela Brown, 58.41. Annette Taylor, 58.45. Maria Brambles, 1 hour 2.13. Diane Kennett at 1 hour 8 minutes. Um, 
two members over in Liverpool for the rock and roll events. Nick Harrison, he took part in two events uh, on Saturday and Sunday. So on Saturday, he did the five kilometres in 31 hours 20, and Sunday, he did the half marathon in two hours 38.57. Both of his times in there were much faster than last time, so well done, Nick. Uh, Peter Lane, he completed his first half, uh, his first marathon uh, in Liverpool in four hours 52. Uh, Clumber Park, as you probably know, they do a monthly 10K race. We had uh, three members there for May. Uh, Alex Comby, 59.24. Stuart Chase, 53.01, and Madeline Comby, 1 hour 17.53. Now, a little bit further afield, Kim Etherington Bates, she was in Birmingham, taking part in the Birmingham 10K. She did that in 1 hour 15.01, but we've got to take into consideration that she was pushing her mother around in a wheelchair for the first five kilometres. So, uh, some really good racing from Kim there, uh, especially given her pushing a wheelchair. And lastly, we have the husband and wife duo, Damien and Janet Davis. They were in London for the 10K London Vitality uh, 10,000, and they both got new personal bests. Damien in 36 minutes 37, and Janet in 46 minutes and 23 seconds. So really good results and really good times for um, people, especially the, uh, the, the Davis duo at the end there. And we all build up now, Dave, to um, to next week and, what, and one of the biggest weeks on the Newark Sporting Calendar, the, the Gordon Wellborn Week, of which um, not fast are, are normally out in force, big time. They, they are out in force. It's normally really good weather as well. Um, Forecast is looking good. It is, it is. So, yeah, it's Monday, Monday through to Thursday and Friday as well. So there's 10K on Friday, all locally held events. Um and I think a lot of people, we've got a lot of not fast, we've got the Woodall Spa 10K coming up this coming Sunday. So they're doing the Woodall Spa 10K, which is always a very good race, uh, and then a full week of races. And I think there's uh, a, a good couple of races on Saturday and Sunday next as well. So for a lot of people, that's going to be seven or eight full days running. So, yeah. We had Rob Orgill in last night, and it is, um, he's up to about, he's, he's hoping for 200 plus again. Um, over really? the week and it's going to be a, a massive massive I mean the highlight of the week for me of course is is Friday night in the not fast chips um, yes that, that, that's the real highlight of the week but on paper Dave you know 5k night for you 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 guys is is not much but then when you have that not that Woodall Sport 10k at the beginning another one at, at the end that's a lot of running on consecutive nights isn't it it is and it does mount up normally we like to well I know I when I, when I was running quite regular you used to take a little bit of a break, run for a couple of days, take a break of one or two, and then run again. So for a lot of people, it's going to be a bit of a test um, and kind of a bit of a strain, if anything, on the, the people that aren't used to running as regular. Now, are you doing it? Uh, I hope to be. Injury-prone Dave, come on, are you doing it? I'm still off running um, <sighs> with an injury, so I'm hoping to be back in the next couple of weeks or so. It seems like it's been too long and I'm putting another notch in my belt because I'm not doing any exercise. Um, but hopefully, soon enough, I should be back to it. Right, whatever. I need you to be our man at the Gordon Wellborn Week next Wednesday, but it'll be at quarter to eight to give you time to get round. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll let you know early next week. <laughs> our man I'll, our man there. I'll so, uh, just see how you go. And um, if you're doing it, enjoy it. And I'll catch up with you on Friday night. But um, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. But... We'll have a talk about the time to where you're going to be. Lovely. Thanks very much.
Cheers, mate. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. You two could take up running. Your best friend is a runner, Nikki. Your 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 colleague. <laughs> she is a runner. So if she went and pl- if you could get her to play squash, <laughs> she could get you to do a five k at the park run or something. Oh, now you see, there's a story behind that. Because up until a couple of years ago, I was running, and about three years ago, I asked her to come running with me, and she said, "Oh no, I couldn't run for a bus." And now she does marathons and ultra running. And of course, she was just mentioned in that Andrew report, Brown, wasn't she? Yeah, yes, absolutely. I've asked her to come and play squash, but she's declined, saying she wouldn't be able to see the ball. So I've tried. Well, I've tried I think to... well, I think we need to set this up. <coughs> we, we, you know, if you're going to take up running again, she, she needs to play squash. Well, now my knee's repaired. I can run again now. Right. Now my knee's better. Now your knee's better. Just in front so of that. I can run That's now, it. but I can't play squash. You need to cuddle up the pole a little bit. Oh, God, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a challenge for isn't it? Yeah, I, game I, of squash. I, I think so. I, I think we can sort of sort that one out. Park run, game of squash. Yeah, yeah, I'll do a park run. Start right, I think we're, we, we need to get sorted, older, don't we? Get, and get this sorted out. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 we love some challenges <laughs> on here. And it's been <laughs> a challenge because um, for... Have you ever had a ladies' section? Yeah, yeah. We, um, I think I actually managed to dig the trophy out. From uh, from the last time that the ladies <gasps> participated, mm. in you mean a, you a didn't buy a new one? Well, yeah. they not, they've not got one yet because um, the the Shocking. the wording's wrong on this one. But it, the date <laughs> the date on it was nineteen ninety four, so it's twenty five years ago since uh, the late we had a ladies team or we had a competition purely for ladies. How did it start up again, then, Nikki? Well, it was a chance conversation with Paul because I used to go on a Friday because I'd got my son into it. So he went to the juniors, and the only person I was playing at that time was my husband who I'd taught to play because I had nobody else to play. And we had a chance conversation, didn't we, about setting up a ladies' team? Um, there was another mum <coughs> whose daughter used to play on a Friday. She jumped on it, and another lady whose husband plays in the main teams with Paul. Um, and and from those three, we've now grown and we've got around 18 regular um yeah drinkers yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but we've got about 18 members now and on a wednesday night we easily have 12 bit like the men's 10 12 every wednesday coming out for club nights we've now got um we don't play at the same level as the men we don't play in the county stuff but we've got our own internal box league i've now had to extend that to three so we've got premier league first league and a second league team because we've got over 12 people regularly playing in those leagues um we've just done the competitions along with the men so when the men rang the seeded handicap and the closed competitions we equally ran ours at the same time um and then two weeks ago um set up by one of our ladies We've played a friendly against a team from Nottingham from the uni. Let's, uni. let's just go back to the final um, and tell us who, 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 who the two finalists was. So in one of the competitions, the two finalists were myself and Sam Stratton and Sam won. And then in last week's uh, final for the closed competition, it was Marilyn Utting and Kath Bolland and Marilyn won that competition. Fantastic, really, isn't it? That, you know, you know, you've got to this stage in. It's probably a year ago since we had this this conversation, mm. and, and and now we've got our own <laughs> chance. Even if he is too tight to buy your trophy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be badgering. I it. think that's it's shocking. Right. Presentation even yeah. isn't uh, not till October, so I've got time it's to. Got time uh, to say that, that's weak. <laughs> that is is is. We'll be badgering him. Um, 
course, the the end of this road is you join the league, the yeah, county league, isn't it? That's that would that's, be the aspiration. That's the, that's the goal of all yeah. this, isn't it? This, yeah. Uh, this, just sorry to put in, but this pointed thing is that Nottinghamshire don't run a ladies' league anymore. So the team that um, that Nicky Nicky's uh, colleagues played against was a team that actually played in the men's league. Yeah. So that just shows you the difference. Yeah. Um, and they that, were really <coughs> happy. Just to sort play of serious. With the women. Ed, just serious. Head on them for a second. What's the reasoning behind that? Is is is, is there such a decline in squash that they can't get a league out from a county? Um, yeah, it's been it's been a gradual decline for for a number of years. I say it's twenty five years since the Grove had a team. So you're, you're booking the trend big time, aren't you? Yeah, we are. Um, the, the, the England Squash have, have, have started a, um, a, a an initiative a couple of years ago called um, uh, it's, it's I can't remember what it's called, but it's this thing to get more women playing. Um, and looking on the, the on their website, we, we're certainly up there as, as far as numbers go mm. with some of the big big clubs. Uh, we're certainly one of the biggest ladies sections in the county I think Nikki we'll come back to that game in a minute because I'm sort of going off on a different sort of road now um not fast and striders have, have really sort of gone from strength to strength and, tra- yeah. and trailblaze the fact yes. that how do I put this you know once you've turned 25 your sporting days haven't finished um, they've they, they, they've trailblazed yeah. that to a larger extent yeah. because a, a lot of sports, that's almost almost it. And, and what's happening at, at the Grove now, the Grove Squash Club? Um, I'm not saying you're old by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but um, you, you can still play sport Absolutely. even if you're not I, in your twenties. If I put it into perspective, I think our youngest player in the ladies team is eighteen or nineteen. Our oldest currently is 67, and the rest of us are at all points in between. And I didn't start playing squash again after playing it in my youth. I didn't start playing it again regularly until I was 49. So, it, yes, last month of course, then. you get injured. <laughs> Pardon? Last month, then. Last month, Ooh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, I'll <laughs> take that one. Uh, but so... So, yes, of course you get injured, but you can get injured in any sport, you can get injured at any age. And at the end of the day, squash is a very active sport. But equally, it's brilliant for your fitness. It's absolutely addictive when you play it. And certainly the ladies' team from Nottingham all said how great it was to come and play other ladies when the only options they have over in Nottingham are to play in a men's league. Because what you actually played was at Nottingham University. So by the virtue of the fact you was playing a bunch of kids. No, 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 no. No, there were yeah. similar age spans to us. Oh, right. No, there, weren't, there was, there was yeah, probably a mixture two of young ones. It's mixed. Uh, right. Yeah. Students as well. So it's not just students. But I, I just want to get back to this, given ladies in this case, an opportunity to play sport, because th- there is no reason at all not to get out there and, and play a sport, is no. there? No, and all the ladies that have come to our squash... Um, generally, everybody that's come along is still there. I think we've maybe lost two or three along the way. But they're for a variety of reasons, not necessarily because they haven't enjoyed it. The ones we've got... Because he won't buy a trophy. Come, yeah, because <laughs> Paul won't buy a trophy. Yeah. I'm crying about it. But, they, but the ladies that are there come regularly. They play outside of Wednesday nights. And you can either come along and have a knockabout... Or you can come along and play in the internal league. You don't have to do any of those things. You can just come and enjoy the time on a Wednesday night and get
get that confidence then to book the courts outside of a Wednesday night yourself and play other people. Because the other great thing that's come into it, and again, I think Not Fast and Striders have done a wonderful job, is something that I love to call social sport. Oh, yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's competitive, and yes, you yeah. play to win, and yes. okay, that's what sport's all about. As Tony, if he was here tonight, would be rambling on about, you know, you've got to be competitive. But one thing that we've lost over the years is the social side of it. When you've played a game now, you say goodnight, go home. Yeah. Um, I remember at Lowfields, if, if you went home before 10 o'clock at night time, yeah. wonder what was wrong with you from an afternoon kickoff. And you were telling us before we came in here, it's very important a social side of it yeah, as well very and and i think probably we're more social than the men and maybe that's because i don't know if it's because we're ladies or if it's because we haven't been going as long as the men i don't know i mean we have our own whatsapp group we're regularly talking to each other on whatsapp group we have regular social nights out at various locations around newark some of us meet up outside of that friendships have been formed as well between people that didn't necessarily know each other before um and so it's it's really developed into it it's not just the enjoyment of the game and everybody that plays enjoys the game massively and that competitive edge it's not it's at all different levels of competitiveness i'm an extremely competitive person not everybody else in the t- in our team is but everybody puts their all into it and enjoys that the competitive level that they play at yeah and we have a great time outside of squash as well and of course the other thing is what we we're going on about at, at, at the moment on this radio station and um, that's what our sports clubs are doing is um we're trying to talk about depression and depression yeah, comes in, in in all ways and well-being comes in, in in all shapes and yeah, forms yeah. and there's a difference between sitting at home and getting into a group mm. and that group where they're quite happy to talk to you and bring yeah, you out and, and support each, each <laughs> other and that's where sport can be so and we hear from guests on a regular basis how sport has brought them out of out of dark days and what i'm really saying is if you're sitting at home listening to this come and um, join us you know why don't you go down <laughs> come and join, us the on la- yeah, join the ladies on a wednesday night 20 to 8 at the grove you know just go down wednesday. there have a game of squash enjoy yourself and everybody leaves smiling so you're not only getting all the good endorphins from actually playing the squash you're getting that good sense of well-being from being together and being part of a team and a, pe- and a part of belonging and everybody leaves smiling because everybody's happy and they've had a great time. I mean, I that's <coughs> important, Paul, isn't it? Because, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, you've got your competitive side of it. But to make a, a club, yeah. as opposed to a group of teams, to make a club, it sounds you've almost got it. It is. I mean, I've been down on a Wednesday night um, to help them out with the coaching a few times. And like Nicky says, the, the enthusiasm at the show is, is unbelievable. <laughs> Um, they they just love it, don't they? Yeah, um, all the time. And it's not just the ladies as well. I mean, <coughs> we've got we've got men who you know they they just like going down to the Monday club night. Mm. They don't want to get necessarily involved with a with a team setup or the leagues or the competitions or whatever. But they're quite happy to turn up on a on a Monday night, seven o'clock, and play whoever comes down. And they they get mm. their their enjoyment, their mm. their exercise, uh, and, and they're the same. They they they've met new friends and and. Mm. Um, and new acquaintances yeah. and, and relationships as a, as a result of the Monday night. So this is where I go slightly different from Tony, whose <coughs> sport and competitiveness goes together all the time. It doesn't. It doesn't. Sport and socialising yes. go together all the time. Yeah, we like to think we're a club for all. We can. Uh, we, if you want to 
do the competitive bit that's great if you want to play socially we'll, we'll cater for that as well and then when the number four seed goes and wins the competition it's even better <laughs> yeah poor Burrell yeah that was uh, that was that was uh, great unfortunately I was uh, away on holiday um, so I was uh, gave somebody else a chance to win it but uh, <laughs> no I can't say that <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it was great to see Paul because he's been a member member of the uh, the club for for, for a number of years, uh, and he's very very keen. He he regularly travels back from London to play for the first team, and then travels back down again after that. Um, so he, he's, he's he's a very very keen enthusiastic member of, of, of the club, and to see Paul win it this year was was great. And uh, did he get a trophy? He hasn't yet. No, that's okay. Okay, got one, so we're not. He's got, got one. Yeah, There'll be one, one with his name it. on it somewhere. Yeah. The ladies are not going, have they? No, okay. no ladies are not going. We'll no. have to worry about treasure. See if we can <laughs> uh, come up with some money for one or two. We need two. No, we need two. Yeah. You do yeah. too. Yeah. You need some trophy. And no. we'd like to suggest maybe an, a third one for the most developed player oh that goodness. we're all going to vote on. I hope you're not listening, Ashley. This is going to cost us a fortune. <laughs> well, bearing in mind, you see, we've got ladies of all standards. We're not at that top. We're not all at that top end like the men are. We've got beginners. Is your other problem, Paul? You're, you're, you're never winning an argument against them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being at home, isn't it? Well, it is really, isn't it? He's giving up trying. Uh, very quickly, you mentioned you've come out of the Lincoln League. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Um, we we came out of the Lincoln League to free up um, more time for for, for an additional Nottinghamshire League team, which which uh, is more competitive. The the Lincoln team were playing in the Premier Division of Lincoln and we, we struggled to get players of that standard um, t- to play week in week out it was at a weekend as well so we, we were really struggling um, the decision was made that we would drop that team use that court time for an additional fourth team uh, and that team was very very successful this year fortunately um, they just missed out on, on promotion from Division 5 in their first real full season together Um but uh, so that that was the reason why the team was dropped from from uh, from Lincolnshire, and an additional team was put in the Nottinghamshire leagues, so we could give the uh, more core players a, a, a game. Okay, it, it, I mean, it, it's, yeah. you know, it, it, it's fair enough. It, it would have took some thinking about, and well, mostly has it worked? It, it has worked, yeah, because the, the players that were playing in the Lincolnshire team were were made up basically of uh, League One and League Two Nottingham. Players, so it was the same players getting getting additional games. So we decided to try and give more players more time. And you already uh, alerted to the fact that we, we're struggling for court for court time. Um, that's why we, we, we decided to drop the Lincoln team and uh, and try and develop more players through the Nottinghamshire system. So, so why do we get these ladies into a league then? <coughs> How? <laughs> Uh, well, there's one or two of them pushing. Development uh, and improvement. Yeah, there's one or two of them Coaching. pushing, definitely. Um, you know, give them another, you know, next next season we, we can mm. see. Um, you know, that, that, that development league that the, the, the fourth team are in, mm. definitely they, they, could, they could make a... a team up to go in there. Yeah, or one or two of the players definitely thinking about it. And yeah. also, obviously my, my biggest thing is, is junior squash. I, I love junior mm. squash, passionate about it. It's the way to keep mm. the club going. Uh, and I, you know, it's, it won't be long before we see a few of the juniors as well playing. Yeah, um, the next generation aren't playing they? team squash because that's the only way clubs like it's ours will. Future of any club, it, yeah, it, it yeah. is your future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, of course, is, is that you know, I mean, we've heard it's been success all the way along. Not that we haven't had, you know, we've got to quarter eight. We haven't had a negative yet, and, and it's, <laughs> absolute, it's it's brilliant. It, it really is. Um, is the negative the fact that you either have already or you've got to bring some a coach in and uh, wow. has that coach got to be paid wow. for well we've uh, 
we can turn that one for you as well because we did actually lose our coach um, a couple of months ago our, our club coach left to start another job so we've been frantically looking around trying to find somebody to, to fill in and it's been a real struggle uh, and then suddenly the answer's right there in, in front of you uh, one of the uh, fathers of uh, who, who's got a couple of the juniors who play for us stepped up and says well if you want somebody I'll go and do the coaching course and he passed it last weekend so we've now got our own level one coach uh, from within the club uh, and Nicky informs me tonight that he's very keen to take his level two which is the next step yeah. up it's a big step up but it's the next one um, so looks like that problem sorted so <laughs> are we going to get through the whole hour of this then we're positive 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 or is you're going to drop a negative on me right at the I mean the only negative that I can see is that you're going to be the growth is going to be stopped by the fact that you've only got the two courts and that's okay that's you know you'd have done anything for those two cuts three or four years ago so we we can't really complain too much right let's see why poor dob wants to jump out of an aeroplane and poor drawer is going to tell us why he did jump out of an aeroplane and he lived to tell the tale just just (laughs) okay it's time now to find out whatever possessed anybody to go and jump out of an aeroplane and when i found out that one of newark's favorite footballers was planning on doing that at the weekend we've had to go to a telephone call Poor Dob, of course, graced um, Newark Town's colours for probably more years than you'll care to remember. And um, it's his 18th wedding anniversary this weekend. So uh, what he's decided to do is um, go 10,000 feet up in the air and um, jump out the side of an aeroplane. Paul, um, good evening. And why? <laughs> good evening. You make me sound old there. <laughs> um, well, it's all, it's all through work. Um, we... Well, I don't know, you know, I work at RPS, Local Architects and Engineers in town. We choose to support a local charity each year, and this year we've chosen to support the Children's Bereavement Centre. And they've put on uh, a, a jump out of an, uh, an aeroplane, parachute jump. So, it's, it, this, this is something that I've always wanted to do, but never had the courage to, like, go through with it, but... Children's Bereavement Centre have actually organised and all the legwork and I've got no choice now but to do it. Is it one of these things that sort of a couple of months ago it seemed an absolutely cracking idea and two days before the event it's not so keen? Definitely. <laughs> definitely. People think about it you think, oh, that'd be great, yeah, but definitely this week it's hitting me. A bit of anxiety, you know, kicks in and there's seven of us doing it at work and we all met round the table today and a lot of them just looked... <laughs> I just looked at each other and I thought, what are we doing? Well, having looked at your football career, and I know you're quite prone to go into ground quite easily, so you shouldn't have a problem diving. <laughs> I'll have to get that one in. Um, Very good. Is it Langer? It is, yeah. And it's Saturday, is it, or Sunday? Sunday. It, it's I Sunday. I don't know what time it is yet, but yeah, Sunday, and the weather's meant to be nice. The weather forecast is perfect for it. Yeah, cloudless skies what more could you expect i got paul drury in the studio tonight and, and paul is um new at squash club and we've been talking squash all night but paul of course um now tells me he has actually jumped out of an airplane um just listen to his story and um i don't, I don't want to put you off at all but just listen to what he's got to say Hi, paul, you're right. Hiya, here are you. <laughs> yeah are you doing a tandem jump well this is the thing i've, I've been told if you stay below 15 stone that you go tandem and if you're over that you do a static line yeah and i'm three pounds off being 15 stone at the minute (laughs) 
Well, I did a uh, I did a static line many years ago at Langer, and uh, went through my days training, and um, it came to the to do the jump and the weather turned, so it got called off. <coughs> um, went back the next day, uh, and again the weather was was bad, so it got called off again. And this this happened twice uh, before I actually got to to do it. So it's like three days after I done my training. Um, so we ended up taking off. Lovely day. Um, it's different taking off on a plane with the door open. It's it's certainly you know you're looking for the drinks trolley coming around. It's not happening. Uh, and um, get get to do your jump and the. No one tells me this bit. No me. <laughs> you get to uh, they'll show you an aerial view of Langer Airfield and there's the the two runways cross to make a like a big cross. So when you're up in the air, you can see this big cross. Um, Unfortunately, what happened to me, um, and another thing that they, they teach you as well, I don't know if I should be telling you this, um, what to do if, you're, if your parachute gets twisted, <coughs> and just sod's law, mine got twisted. So I jumped out, it all got twisted, and kick, training kicked in, I was swinging around trying to, trying to um, get, get it all un, untangled, and, which I did, I got it all done, but the time I'd done that, um, I couldn't see the, the cross, uh, the two runways crossing. Uh, the reason for that is I'd drifted that far off course, uh, the time I landed, um, I landed a mile and a half away from Langer Airfield in a field full of all seed rape, uh, and they had to come and send a, a Land Rover out to come and pick me up. <laughs> so we thought we'd cheer up with that story. <laughs> Brilliant! I'm, yeah. still, I'm still here though. Yeah, you think, but he's here to tell the story. Now that's the most important thing. Um, I've, the, I've been told that the guy that I'm jumping, if, if I jump with the guy, then they use me as the brake if it all goes wrong. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's for the Children's Bereavement Centre, and that, is, of course, is also Radio Newark's um, charity for this year. And I understand that uh, Matt and Vicky off the Breakfast Show are actually going to do exactly what you're doing um, sometime in September. So uh, um, they are listening tonight, and we'll be watching on Sunday with um, slight amount of trepidation. But um, it is a fundraising event, and people can um, give you money for doing it, and. Yeah, just Paul, just tell us, tell us how. Well, it's it's a lot easier these days now with the just giving. I was trying to work out how I got onto it myself because I just I just send out a, a link and it's on Facebook and whatnot. But apparently, if you just go to the Just Giving webpage and just type in Paul Dobb, there'll be a, a nice little one that pops up saying Paul face your fears, skydive, and that's it basically. And um, just um, go on there and. Um I'm leaving the words with his wife, Becky, actually, because um, she has put on Facebook, actually, if you can spare anything, it would be amazing, as I think it's safe to say that Paul is getting slightly nervous now. Paul, we're all very proud of you. You do so much for so many people. And Dobbo will be cheering you on 10,000 feet below you. Love you. And that's from his wife, Becky. But that's from everybody connected, not just with Newark Town, not just with the Dobb family, but with everybody. Paul, the best, the very best of luck. Try and keep your eyes open. Try and enjoy it. And um, I'm going to ring you on Monday night, if I can. Okay. Um, just so you can tell us exactly about the most amazing thing that's going to happen to you on Sunday afternoon. Brilliant. So now you've got to keep your eyes open. Just give him page, poor Dobb. Get yourselves on there, the Child Bereavement Centre. I can't think of a better organisation that he's doing it for. Better luck, mate. Thank you. And uh, we'll catch up with you on Monday. Brilliant. Cheers. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Good luck, Paul. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
I wouldn't. <laughs> so, but, uh, Perhaps you could jump out of a plane again to raise money to buy us women a drink. <coughs> yeah, if you'd like nice. to put the mic somewhere close to you and say that one again, <laughs> you'd probably miss what Nikki said there because she moved the mic away. I, I think Paul Drury should do another jump out of a plane to raise money to buy us ladies squash players a trophy. Or three. Yeah. Cutting. Cutting. Yeah. Cutting it really is. you run through that at the next committee meeting. You know, yeah. I mean, when you sort of, in, in in the dark days, if you like, and how difficult is it to get money off the governing bodies, and which is how difficult is it to get, to, to get funding? The reason I'm going to say this is I'm going to take you back to football for a second. Is football his first love or squash his first love? I don't really know. Actually. No, I've, 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 I've never really got that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him well enough to it's, answer that It's question. over 600 days <laughs> since Ross McCormack last played for Aston Villa. Last Monday, of course, they got promoted back to the Premier League, which takes his wages back up to Premier League wages. He's on £70,000 a week, and he hasn't played for them for over 600 days. <laughs> it's obscene, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely obscene. When... I would suggest your sports governing body and getting money out of them is like getting blood out of a stone. They haven't got any money. Um, they, they lost a lot of the funding because um, the last couple of times that their, their application for Olympic status has, has failed. Uh, and uh, the, there's no regional body now for, for England squash. Um, we, we, everybody reports directly to Manchester. We, the, the East Midlands used to have a, uh, an office in Loughborough. Um, that that's all finished now. Uh, it's all been amalgamated, and um, it's just, there's, you, you, there's no regional, no no regional help now. If you, if you wanted any regional funding, that's all got. So everything has to come through through the national uh, level. Because it's not an Olympics. No, it's failed again. It's failed again. Uh, and and this, this is crazy. <sighs> this is absolutely because it's a Commonwealth. It's Commonwealth sport. sport. Yeah, it's a Commonwealth. But it's sport. not an Olympic. No, sport. it's not Olympic sport. What, why? It, it, it's hard to say. In the last couple of. Um, host countries squash has not been high on their agenda so it doesn't it doesn't get put forward and it is the host countries that have a have not a the say final say but a say they, isn't they have it? a say on what what uh, what sports if, when, when, when the olympics go to japan e-sports e apparently going to be involved exactly you know um, yeah. playing Fortnite yeah. or whatever mm. which it's, yeah squash which to me is one of the premier sports and, and it is a world sport, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, it's not it's one of those peculiar, is. you know, American sports that's only played in America. It is yeah, a, it yeah. is a world sport. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I just can't get my head around why it's happening. It's so disappointing because it would take elevate the sport to a new level. It and really, of course, really would. We can't not <coughs> sporting than people like that because they do put a tremendous amount of money into sport. But they seem to have got it into the reds that if you're successful, we'll pull our money into you. How do you get to be successful if you're not yeah, being able yeah, to grasp the I can't understand two, that. Because they're, they're chasing the medals, aren't they? That's what yeah. they're doing. Uh, but like you say, how do you get there in the first place if you haven't got the funding to, to get on that ladder? It's uh, no, Nobody seems to be interested in the likes of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and I'm not knocking. You know, you know, I mean, Amy Hunt, who's going to be a global star, She's got the global backing. Great, that is absolutely fantastic. But Amy needs a New York Athletic Club or a Grantham Athletic Club, whatever she was with, to be there to start the ball mm. rolling. And who knows where one of your juniors yeah. could end up because there may be a star there 
Now, yeah. or the maybe star just turned up next Monday night and say, can I play? Mm. You don't know, do you? You don't know. No. I'm certain we've got one or two mm. other juniors who are, yeah. are now knocking on the door of the county. Um, so they'll, they'll be involved with that in, in the very near future. Well, when, when did you last have a county junior player? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <Was> it you? <laughs> no, it oh. wasn't me. Uh, no, it's a good question. Uh, it's many years ago. Because I say, it's only the last two years, three years, we've had a junior section. So uh, it's going back many years. Yeah. Many, many years. Is there a negative? Uh, can you find me a negative? Because I always like to well, down in the dump. So can you find me a negative? We can't finish on a negative, can we? You should have asked me that at the beginning. We can't finish But there on isn't a any, is there? Um, the only disappointing was the fact that the fourth team didn't get promotion because they'd battled so hard all the way through the season and it was through no fault of their own. It was an administrative error. I'm not going to go into the whys and wherefores of what happened it there. It can happen, it can happen. Uh, it can happen. Um, but they were they were absolutely devastated. I tell people that come into it, I don't care how good your club is, it all hinges around the people that do the paperwork. And they can't get it right every time. And I do think the punishment for when they've made one tiny little error, the punishment is sometimes excessive. Yeah. But I think it's it's galvanised most of them for for giving it a giving it another shot next year. So um, hopefully that uh, a positive will come out of that negative. So they should start as favourites as well, shouldn't they? Uh, be good, be good. They, they, <laughs> they really. Well, look, thanks. It's been great, great fun again, and um, we'll play spot the cowlers again this time <laughs> next, next. hopefully Ho- play spot hopefully. the because you're going to Sunderland and you're going to Portsmouth aren't yeah, you yeah, amongst got others some, got some great days you got some out, cracking actually. days out absolutely now, aren't you? great days out yeah and county's got Barrow and Dover and <laughs> here we go here we go <laughs> <laughs> it had to happen it had to happen but yeah. it's what football's all about yeah. isn't it? and you know it is like any sport it's only game so if you want to get involved with squash club they told you they've got lots of numbers but the doors are open if you want to turn up quickly well, we've got a website, Grove Squash Club. Um, just just Google that; you'll you'll find us on there. Um, but as as Nicky said, if you if turn up on a seven forty on a Wednesday night, if you if you're one of the ladies who want to try, or a Monday night at seven o'clock, um, if you're a gent who wants to try, and juniors are five forty on a Friday, just come down and give it a go. Exactly. And, and, and Nicky, last word because these ladies from twelve months ago when we last spoke to you, leaps and bounds. And oh, when we speak to you again this time next year, you may actually be injury free. And, um, <laughs> and who knows? Who knows? You could be playing league squash. Yeah, we've got some really enthusiastic people. Real, real improvement, and everybody's just having a great time, and that's what it's about. So if we don't get there, it won't matter. If we do, it's a bonus. But we're just enjoying it as we go along. An ability to play squash is not the end of the world. An ability to have a drink and eat cake Absolutely. may be That's okay. The most important you do thing. have to qualify for yes. that. And one of our ladies is a cake maker. Oh, so. <laughs> can't go wrong. Nikki, Paul, thank you so much thank for you. popping in. Yeah, it's been a, it's been great fun. Uh, we'll try and talk up to Paul Dob again on Monday night. I hope all goes well. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. It's that safe. Tomorrow night, strictly Mick and Tony uh, plus one. Gary Edgington joins us from Devon. But coming up next, the wonderful, the one and only Sir Doug Hall. We